2: so much for being here today. We have a great show. We're gonna jump right into it and head over to the desk for some headlines. Okay, it's time for Drew's News, your good news bridge over troubled waters. And with me at the desk, the Simon to my Garfunkel, <laughs> Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi
3: everybody. Hi.
4: Hi Drew.
2: Hi, Mm Rossi. Love you. Love you. Oh, yay. (laughs) Oh, and I'm really excited because today we are joined by an incredible guest. She is a drag race icon, Mm -hmm. actor, and you can currently catch her on the Emmy-nominated HBO show, We're Here, where she travels all across small town America to make drag dreams come true but it's just so full of humanity. I am so excited, ladies and gentlemen! Hey! Please welcome yeah. DJ yeah. Pierre, better known as hey. Shangela. my hey. hallelujah, hello. hello! Oh my God, I mean you're so famous. It's so wonderful that you would take the time to come by uh, Rossi and Ice news desk. Ex- excuse
5: me, did she just call me face This is Drew Barrymore <laughs> and Ross Matthews. Hallelujah. I'm very excited to be here.
2: Well, if you say your name, I mean, it, a lot of people speak up. People really love you. You have garnered a lot of loyalty and fandom over the years and a tremendous amount of respect. You are huge and very, very loved in your field.
5: Oh, thank you. You know what? I'm very grateful for all the love and thank you so much. It's just, I was shown love in my family, in um, in my town and growing up, and so I feel that everyone deserves to feel that. Mm. And that's why I love to share love with people.
4: Well,
2: that's a perfect transition to your show, which I cannot recommend more. It's called We're Here, it's on HBO Max, it's been Emmy nominated. I saw the first episode, uh, basically the pilot, and what you need to know about this show, as far as I'm concerned, is It's a lot of what I'd like to accomplish here on our show. Mm -hmm. It doesn't wrap everything up in a bow. It's allowing to have people be who they are, feel the way they feel and, there's an honesty um, about the show that is so authentic.
5: Well, it's a docu-series. And everything that people have been going through in their lives, in their real lives, we have the opportunity to give them an amplification, a microphone, a camera to share that story. And we don't cut anything out that is not real and authentic, because let me tell you something, when people see the show, They sometimes say, I cried or I laughed or I connected with it. You don't have to be gay or queer to watch we're here and really connect with it because it is real. It is real. And sometimes people pull pull a real connection from this. And like being here with you, it's just brilliant. So thank you so much. Thank
4: you so much. I'm so proud. All right, let's get into some headlines. The news. Okay, well, first, um, Ross, you're up. An outfielder for the Atlanta Braves has been showing up to work with a fabulous accessory. Suddenly, I'm into baseball. GQ <laughs> reports, this player, his name is Jock, which is not a joke. Jock Peterson has been playing in the field wearing pearls. Yeah, Jock says they're 100% real pearls and there's no big story behind them. He's just a fan of pearls. Uh, and You know, men have been doing this. We've seen a lot of them in pearls. Sean Mendes, uh, ASAP Rocky, Usher, <laughs> Perry Styles, they, look, they've all been wearing pearls. Uh, I will say this is the first athlete I've seen wearing them and I think this is what baseball needed, just a little more accessorizing. Shangela, <laughs> thoughts?
5: Listen, I think that Mr. Jock should be able to allow, be allowed and supported in what he wants to wear. Yes. Fashion is about your own freedom and your expression. It is not like, Denote what kind of gender identity or sexual preference you have. It's a set of pearls. Mm-hmm. Let the man wear the pearls. The question is, did he catch the ball? Yes, thank you. They do that in baseball, right? They KG, catch you. The of- <laughs> that is a
2: good point. I actually have a picture. Uh, I went with my ex boyfriend to a premiere. Um, and yeah, that's my ex boyfriend, Eric Erlandson. He's the sweetest person on planet Earth. Um, but he's wearing a pearl necklace.
4: Do you remember when he put the pearls on? Were you like, cute? Or were you like, those are pearls? Um, <laughs> I
2: was like, that is
4: so hot. Yeah.
2: And look, it's like Machine Gun Kelly, you know, he's wearing the pearls today. It's it's mm-hmm. full circle. I think a man in a strand of pearls is super cool. Harry Styles does it. Yeah. Like everybody worships Harry Styles, right? Yeah, that's I course. So
6: I'm totally.
5: But it's true, I've never seen it on a more manly man, on a baseball diamond. But you know, it's amazing to see us breaking down gender stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we have. We have this idea of what a man can wear and what a woman can wear and what you can and can't. We just need to break that down and allow people to be people. I'm so happy to be able to express myself in drag. I have a wig on. I know you thought it was real. I
6: have a wig. <laughs> it does
5: look really good. But you know, it's about your expression of yourself. It doesn't mean anything and shouldn't be looked down upon in any way.
4: Yeah. Preach, that's it. Y'all already know. That's you already know. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.
5: cheers. Angela, cheers to you. And you wanna take the next story? Oh yes indeed, okay. Now this one is good. Speaking of pearls, Mm -hmm. that happens to be the name of a very famous skeleton coming from my own hometown of Paris, Texas. Get into this. Over on a local news site called My Paris, Texas, there is a skeleton, actually a lady, Who's not a skeleton? A lady, named <laughs> Melissa Baker, okay, and she's gotten recently very locally famous for taking two of her skeletons, you know that she's decorating with, and having them posed in different positions in her yard, in her window. People Look are loving this. this. They're, uh, they're doing camping. The skeletons I are camping. Do love it. They yeah. are washing their little skeleton dogs together. Are they doing <laughs> yoga? Yes, they're, they're, right they're doing poses. Yes. Aww. That is the downward facing. Fibula, <laughs> I <do believe. laughs> I love this. Oh, I
2: love this story. I love that she's doing that. That just I makes lo- me happy. Yeah,
5: well, see, I love that you are happy because I think that anyone in Paris, Texas that can get some extra shine by just being creative, baby, do you. And she, I probably went to high school with this young lady. I don't need to look at my Facebook. I'm Yeah, right? Sure. I bet you know her. I, I could, it's small. Melissa Baker, Shangela, call me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, You say you're from
4: Paris, Texas, but I know, Shangela, during the pandemic and lockdown, you actually stopped performing and went home to Paris to stay with your family. What was that like?
5: Oh, you know what? If there was ever a silver lining to something as hard and difficult that the world's been going through, like the pandemic, it would be the amount of time that I was able to go and spend with my mom and my grandma, my little nieces and nephew, my cousins, my aunt, everybody. Because I've been on the road for like the past decade just traveling. I performed on every continent except Antarctica, and I got a happy feet number, I'm gonna take down there. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it's really great to be able to spend time, and I never knew, you know, my grandma's 83, she's in a wheelchair, she had never seen me in drag in person before, and I was getting in drag to like make cameo videos or, you know, do Zooms, and she said, "Oh, you look just like Tina, Turner. I said, thanks Grant. And then one time she told me I look like a white woman. I said, oh, okay, (laughs) my foundation was a little light, I guess. But it was so much, it was so great. It's been so great for our relationship to be so close together. I got to do her makeup, you know, we would play around. And just recently, at my college alma mater, she came and surprised me and watched me perform for the very first time. Mm. And it's just a really beautiful moment to be able to have with my family and be a part of it, and that's one thing that this pause on life really helped me to do is to reconnect with my family. And in our show, like we're here, we travel around, and a lot of people don't have that support from their birth family, okay. and I'm very grateful to do that, and I try to share them with the world.
4: And, and tell everybody what you call your grandma. Oh, that's Grandula.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. with the grand, yeah, Grandula. Hi.
4: I'm so happy
2: for you and thank you for sharing that. I was completely wrapped in that story. I just love that so much. Oh, thank you. Um, You know, our last story, we've got this TikTok um, wellness trend. It's totally free and it's easy to do. It's all the rage, the hot girl walk. Yes. Um, the website Toast reports that the hashtag hot girl walk has over 5.9 million views and the concept is credited to a TikToker named Mia. And the concept is simple. Go for an hour long walk every single day and focus your thoughts on just three areas. Number one, things you're grateful for. And number two, things you want to achieve. And number three, how crazy hot you are. Oh, yes, that one. Just the empowering message to yourself. And, Shangela, I mean, I would love to learn a hot girl walk from none other than you. Would oh. you teach us how
5: to do it? What, well, baby, if y'all want the walk, let's go. Oh, let's good. go. Come on. Oh, Come on. Okay,
0: ready to Come go. Come on, Drewzy. Come on. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment.
5: Cheating. Now, okay. We're going to do this one in, in place, okay? But generally, you can take the, all the walking you want, all okay. right? This is like a Maryland so in the learn. middle, okay? Yeah, exactly okay. the runway. That's yes. right. But you want to, the hot girl walk is all about you know, positive affirmations. So you get that step. Come on, get the step in. Get the step. Come on, here. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Diva. Come on. Oh, Ross, you're a Oh, you yeah, it. I got there it. There you go. Now you're walking, and you say to yourself, I am fabulous. I am fabulous. I turned the party. I turn the party. I love myself. I love myself. Every room I walk in, I'm gonna make a change. Every room I, I, walk I walk in, in I'm, I'm gonna go make a change. Sunshine. 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 Fruit roll-ups. Fruit, Fruit roll-ups. roll-ups. I don't know, There's things that make me happy. Yes! <laughs> and, you, and then you stop, because I don't know how those two girls do. They're hot girl walk, but I have to stop sometimes and just go, ooh, yes, I'm feeling it. Ooh, yes, I'm feeling That's it. it. That's it! That's <laughs> it!
2: celebrating friendship and discussing it in the commercial break. And um, how much our friends and loved ones and support means to us, especially in the last few years where we've all experienced unprecedented things due to the pandemic. And when our next guest um, got diagnosed with COVID-19, he said the doctors and nurses not only saved his life, but ultimately became his guardian angels. Uh, Please take a look at his story.
7: Hi, my name is Kevin Devine. I'm from Staten Island, New York. I came down with COVID on March 20th, 2020. They were pumping me with all different drugs at the time they thought were going to work, and I was getting worse. My oxygen level was down to almost six. It's clear and simple. I was dying. The doctor came in and says, Kevin, I got to put you on a ventilator. I said to him, Doc, I'm not going on a ventilator. Everybody's gone on a ventilator has died or is dying. So at the time, I didn't know her name, but her name is Janine, young nurse I had two nights in a row. She sits down next to me at the edge of the bed and goes, you remind me of my dad. And if my father was sitting in that bed right now, I would tell my father to go on that ventilator. The next thing I know, I woke up 42 days later. The nurse in the room jumped to the sky. She goes, oh my God, you're alive. Cause I was just laying there like in a coma. How to learn how to walk, how to learn how to talk, how to learn how to feed myself. I lost 105 pounds. There's no family. My son, my daughter, my wife couldn't come. So my nurses, they were my angels. They, you know, gave me that. Um, hey, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it, you gotta do it. And one nurse, I, I never got her name. I'm so sorry I didn't. Came in the room one night and I was having a bad night. And I I thank this nurse to this day. She called my wife and said, hey, can you send a picture? So they downloaded it and they printed it up and the girl brought it in the room. She was, hey, maybe this will help. And I stared at that picture day and night. That was my will to get home, my will to get strong, my will to keep fighting. I really wish if she's out there and she sees this, that I can one day get together with her to tell her how that little gesture for her meant so much to me. Hi, dude.
6: Hi, Kevin. How
7: are you?
2: I am just, I'm so moved by your story. Thank you,
7: thank you for having me.
2: I'm so compelled by so many aspects of your story. Um, how does it feel for you retelling it now that there has been some time, but putting yourself back in these moments?
7: It's tough, Drew, like, I, watching the video, you can see it, my eyes started to well up.
2: Mine you know, too, okay. yeah, absolutely. And,
7: uh, that's unfair, because I pride myself on being this big tough guy, and here I am, first time I get on TV, I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> so, kind of came off like, oh my God, I gotta get my composure here. And like I said in the story, the young nurse, Janine, sat at the edge of the bed with me and told me, go on the ventilator. You gotta remember, Drew, I'm watching TV and everybody on the ventilator, they're dying. And I don't wanna be, I don't wanna say this and, and sound rude or anything, but there was a truck outside, filled with bodies of people who didn't make it. That's how fast people were dying. So now this young nurse, Janine, I love her. She, I can say she's your, I'm gonna say this line and I hope you understand what I'm saying. She, those three girls are my Charlie's Angels. They really were. They, <laughs> they,
8: they, they were. I love that so They
7: much. were my Charlie's Angels. And um, You know, and then, and then when I made the decision, I'm in the room and Nurses on the right, nurses on the left. They're putting all these things on me, getting me ready. And this one nurse, Tina Marie, I grabbed her hand. I says, "Listen, don't let me die. Don't let me die." And I looked at her and I says, "If I die, you please let them know I love them. You let my wife, my kids know I love them. I mean, I never seen. So, you're going through that, and 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 while you're going through all that, you 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 know, next thing you know, the the doctor's wheeling me in, and he's telling the guy the anesthesiologist, start hitting, you know." And me with the N.C. So the guy, the N.C. Charles looks at he goes, why, he goes, I'm crying. The doctor even said, I'm crying. This guy's, the emotion coming through him. And like I said, then I woke up, like I said, 42 days later, I opened my eyes and the nurse in the room had a tray. And she throws the tray in the air because she's scared out of her mind. <laughs> she looks down at him and she goes, oh my God, he's alive. And you know when somebody says it to you and you're looking around like, yeah, i am alive? Of course I'm alive. I'm not supposed to be dead, am I? Should I? You know, like, you know. You Where know, like, was I? Where yeah. am I? And you gotta remember, I got a tube in my mouth. I got a thing in my throat. You know, trying to say, oh. you know, try I'm alive, I'm alive. And, and, and then that nurse in that hospital, and I never got in touch with her yet. I hope that some- hey, somehow she's watching. If you are, you remember the story, you have to, because I'll never forget it. She came in the room and, and I was having a real bad day and I, I was getting upset and she said, let me see what I can do for you. And Drew, she, she, she just took this upon herself. She reached out to my wife, Lori, got in touch with Lori. And the next thing you know, she come in the room and she showed me that picture that you saw on the screen. And you know, of course you cry, because family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, <like, laughs> it's all you got. And uh, I said, and that, was, that was total motivation. Total motivation. And Drew, I can't thank her enough. I can't thank her enough because I, I don't know if I would have made it. You know, it's easy to to quit in life. Thank you,
2: God for her. Have yeah. you gotten to speak to no, her? I have not
7: gotten to speak to her. That's why I hope in one way or another somebody gets this to her. And I would love, love to 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 get together with her one time.
2: Well, I have someone else here that I want to surprise you with. Oh well,
7: no, no, you're not.
2: I am. Um, it's actually uh, the doctor that you spoke of, um, Dr. Victoria Tweeto, If you don't mind coming out, please. Thank you.
7: How are you? I'm Thank you. You don't mind, that, That's the picture. Those are the girls. Lori, thank you thanks for Michelle. the show. Oh, thank sit down, <laughs> sit down. Come on, I have to catch up with you. Oh
2: my gosh, I have to catch thank up. You so much, Lori. His wife is here, and I can't thank you enough for being here because hearing. Neither can the I, story, <laughs>
7: Neither can I. Thank it's you. So good to oh, see oh. You. <laughs> thank you, thank
2: um, you. Victoria, you are a doctor. I am a doctor, and in that moment, what was it
9: like for your perspective? Uh, Well, I was a brand-new doctor. I was actually still a fourth-year...
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
9: Medical student and then there was an emergency call to graduate all those fourth year medical students to increase the number of doctors that could work. And I had done all my training at that hospital. And I just figured in a time of mayhem, this was a good way for me to give back and take a little bit of control. Um, And I actually met Kevin after his critical illness had already passed. And I think that when you think of, you know, the ICUs and the intensity, obviously that part is very difficult to get through. But we also forget that once you've been in a bed for over 40 days, you get debilitated. And there's a lot of work to do to get back to your normal baseline. And I just saw that he needed family. You know, family is what you need to get through these difficult things. How do you know to do things like that? Is there a
2: person, a place, a thing, something in your life that catapults you to
9: have that intuitive nature? I Just that's what I was brought up doing was loving people and taking care of people and treat everyone as if they're your own family and that's what I tried to do for you.
2: Oh, thank God, (laughs) people like you. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Dr. Victoria. And thank you, Kevin, for sharing your story and your family for being here. And Dr. Victoria, I love your story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you so, so much. Thank Thank you.
4: you. Thank you.
2: to hang with back in the day. We had so much fun. We had this crew of friends, everybody like traveled, we played, it was the best times. And he is just someone we've all loved since the days of Felicity. And now he has everyone talking because his character Nick Marsh made a return on the season 18 premiere of Grey's
4: Anatomy. Mm, Take a look. I have a very comfortable situation in Seattle. I have safety, I have comfort.
3: And now you're going to trade all of that in. You're going to risk it all. Listen, you're not a safety person, Meredith. You're not a comfort person. It's not your nature. How do you know? Because it's not mine either. And it takes one to know one. You're going to risk it all, and win or lose, it's going to be a hell of a ride.
2: Please welcome my friend Scott Speedman. Hello. Speedman.
3: Hello. How are you? I'm so
2: happy to see you.
3: (laughs) Happy to see you too.
2: I want to start with congratulations.
3: Oh, thank you. You You're
2: seconds away from having a baby with your girlfriend, I know.
3: I know, any day now. So I'm checking my phone all the time when I'm away and all that stuff.
2: Is it true that you have brought something over from a nearby friend?
3: Oh, well, yes. We had to go pick up. We're doing it at home. We're going to try to do a home birth for this one, so we, uh, we had to go pick up the uh, tub from our, just happened to be our neighbor, we don't know these people. I just knocked on the door and this guy just delivered this tub and now I'm in charge of blowing it up and getting the water in and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of a weird experience, I'm not gonna lie.
2: When we used to like prance around all of us, we had a core group of friends who were all connected. So Scott and I were connected and um, we just went on really fun adventures together. And we were not, anywhere near parenthood at that point. And to see us now all grown up, it's fun.
3: Yeah, that feels like a long time ago, but it really wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a long time ago to me, for sure.
2: I have a picture here. Uh Oh, There you go. There's you and Justin Long
3: Uh having a good old time. Yeah, that's the party guy face right there, for sure. And Well,
2: I think it goes a little notch higher. There you go, there you go, go. (laughs) speaking.
3: Okay, here's my theory on this one. I used to ride my bike everywhere. Like, I'd ride my bike to a party, hang out for a little while, then ride my bicycle to another party. And I think that's me deciding to change into, like, my party outfit in the middle of the party, so... I that's that's what's going on there. I feel like I got it all out of the system way back when and now I can just watch Netflix at night and do nothing.
2: Me too, Speedman. I yeah, mean, I have yeah. two little girls, nine and seven, and they are the love wow. of my life. And I, I too am at home watching Netflix, which is a perfect parlay into the fact that not only Grey's Anatomy, which we'll get into in a minute, but the show You. I mean, yes. everybody loves this show. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. How did you come about joining that cast? You're like in every cast, I'm freaking out.
3: (laughs) Uh, You know, to be honest, my girlfriend was obsessed with that show. So I'd watch it over her her shoulder every night. And then during the pandemic, I got the offer to come do it. And I thought, you know, it was a great role, interesting role, uh, why not take a shot. So there I was on you.
2: And then let's get into Grey's Anatomy. Ellen Pompeo asked you directly, And I was wondering what her conversation with you was like when she asked you personally to do this.
3: Um, I'd just gotten off another show, and she sent me the script. And it was, you know, to be honest, it was a very well-written script. And I thought it'd be fun to go do, and I really like her, and just decided to take a shot. I I was naive to think that would be my only episode, but as soon as that episode aired, they started, you know, asking me to come back, and it wasn't the right time, but this year, they asked me to come back and it just felt right, so I, I jumped on. And I'm, I, to be honest, I'm having a, a lot of fun doing it. I'm not
2: surprised Alan Pompeo is asking you to personally come step into this role, but my God, uh-huh. the fans of this show with the McDreamy and the loyalty and the yeah. fastidiousness of who is ever going to like be with this woman. That must have been right. like, I mean, th- it, there's a lot of baggage there with like people and their opinions.
3: Yes, there was a lot of opinions. I, you know, They had warned me that the fans are quote-unquote very passionate. I didn't, really know what that, I didn't really know what it meant until the, the show premiered. My girlfriend was showing me stuff on Twitter, and it was all very positive, and then I made the mistake of going over... To-
1: what makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way?
3: I just decided to take a peek at the comment section and that <laughs> was like, you know, Shelley Long and The Shining finding Jack Nicholson's writing. Just, it was like 12,000 comments of, uh, you know, uh, diatribes against me, just all caps, no, no, no. They're very passionate. They have their own ideas about who she wants to be with. And
2: it's a, it's a very big cult following. People love it. And then you recently just joined social media for the first time ever, right? I did. Why did you join?
3: well i don't know i mean you know everybody i work with was talking to me about it for years and i've always been like no it's not the right fit i can't do it. oh god there it is <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm not much of a shower i'm more of a private dancer in that way i don't really like showing stuff like the idea of doing selfies just seems crazy to me and putting them up there i get that that's what it is but it, that's just difficult for me and i don't think that'll ever change but you know, you know, it's good for me to do, it's good to break it wide open, so I don't mind giving it a try, but we'll see how long it lasts. I'm not so sure.
2: Can I get involved in your social media presence?
3: Yes, I need some help.
2: Okay, yes. well there's someone here that I'm, oh. I'm very starstruck over, and I'm really excited, and we're gonna cut to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're gonna meet them and talk to you about your social media.
3: <laughs> okay.
9: Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: with a dear old friend and the incredibly charming Scott Speedman. Hello. Oh Speedman, I'm so happy for you. I really am. I love when you call
3: me Speedman, it's great. I love
2: it. I've only ever called you Speedman. I, I only know, will I ever know. call you Speedman, even no, I love it. now that you're about to be a dad at any moment. I'm just any moment. so happy for you and Lindsay, really. Oh, I mean, we you. knew each other when we were kids and we're being grown-ups now and I don't think it ever feels like being a grown-up but I don't know what that what that sensation is but it I'm glad we're at this time in our lives and that everything sure. that you're just killing it out there you know with your trying. career and
3: parenthood just
2: doing all the things
3: Speedman I'm trying to do all the things trying to be an adult we'll see how it goes
2: Well, part of doing all the things and being an adult and being in our jobs is being on social media Yes Well I would love to personally get involved um, in your social media game. I'm all up in your biz, Speedman, in a segment we're calling Drew It For The Gram. Oh
3: no, sounds terrible already.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, for every good social media account it needs a good throwback Thursday. So I used those two pictures uh, that I personally took um, of you in the first segment. Let's bring up uh, you and Justin. This would be a great one to do under hashtag throwback Thursday. Everybody loves a throwback.
3: Yes, TVT, I got you. Oh, that's got wonderful. You. Yeah, I'm getting it, I'm getting it.
2: Well, the other one, as I spoke to Martha Stewart about personally, and she taught me all about a thirst trap. <laughs> that would be a thirst trap.
3: Is it? I don't think that's a thirst trap. I don't know what that is, but not a thirst trap. That's like a disorientated human that's probably inebriated in the middle of a party with his underpants.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay, lastly, it always helps to have a picture with an influencer. That will Mm. literally boost your numbers like nobody's business. Influencers are quite powerful people, such as someone that we have here She has over 1.1 million Instagram followers and over 1.6 million TikTok followers. Please look at one of her most famous videos right here.
9: I had so many cute outfits planned for this year that I couldn't wear, so I just wanted to show you. See this, I love it, I couldn't wear it. Love it, couldn't wear it. Then there's this, love it, couldn't wear it. Love it, couldn't wear it. And this was supposed to be my cute costume, but no.
2: Please say hello to the one and the only, the original, She's so hot, she actually has imitators. It's Tika the Iggy. <laughs> she is a phenomenon. Okay. She really, really is. I mean, I'm starstruck. Right. I really am. And yeah. she liked me. She, she gave me a big lick earlier, which okay. was really okay. nice. And if you would like, we'd all like to take a picture with you, Speedman, and Tika. Sure. And And um, I'm telling you, it's gonna,
3: up, up the up the game a it's bit. It's gonna
2: up that game because Tika okay. has game. All right, so here we go. We're gonna lean in. I'm gonna I'm gonna come closer to you. Okay. And then we'll look forward. We'll say. T-
4: That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning Joe.
2: Tika. Tika.
3: <laughs> Great. Thanks, Tika. I appreciate it.
2: Um, I, I will make sure to get a special message and some words of wisdom um, from Tika to send to okay. you. But mostly I'm probably gonna send you um, some gear that I discovered along the way of being okay. a parent um, that absolutely was essential. And. I know you, Speedman. I feel like you're gonna yeah. wanna travel light and like I'm gonna yes. get you some light gear. Cause nimble. there's- you, Yes, exactly. I'm gonna get you some light, nimble gear. Okay. Cause parents can get really overloaded. Like just going to the grocery store, you feel like you're, you know, packing up a U-Haul and it's nuts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are the things I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. That's the thing here. I don't know what I don't know.
2: Well, I think we all know this. We love Scott Speedman.
3: Oh, that we do Well, know. right back next Thank you, Jay.
2: I'm Great to see you. so happy for you, Speedman. Yeah, I really likewise. am. Season 18 of Grey's Anatomy airs Thursday at 9 8 Central on ABC, and be sure to check out the new season of You, streaming now on Netflix. Love you, Speedman. We'll be right back. Love you. Okay. Yeah. Bye.
6: fun idea. Hi Drew, let's make DIY pumpkin pillows. Start by cutting your fabric into a rectangle. Take your tapestry needle and thread and sew a running stitch along both of the long edges of the rectangle. You want to leave a tail at both ends of the fabric. Then take your fabric and fold it in half with the fuzzy side facing in, and stitch along that short edge. Once you finish, pull the two tail threads on one edge and tie them shut. This is the bottom of your pumpkin. Next, stuff your pillow and then tie it shut. Take your jute string and guide it under the pillow. Bring it to the top, cross the string over, and wrap it back around the bottom. Continue this step, altering from the top and the bottom of the pillow. This is how you create those cute sections in the pumpkin. It's kind of like wrapping a present. Continue the step until you're happy with the sections. Make sure to tie the string tight when you finish. Look how cute! For the stem, cut the unicorn horn to the size that you like and glue it to the pumpkin. Glue jute string around it to cover the styrofoam. To finish, glue a little burlap square on top of the stem and trim around it once the glue is dry. And voila! Thanks for watching. That's genius! Why didn't
2: I think of that? I've known for a very long time. I've watched her become an editor in chief, a talk show host, a judge on one of the biggest fashion shows in the world and the longest running, a best selling author. And now I'm so excited to see her bloom into her latest role, mom to be. And from our studio in Los Angeles, please welcome my dear friend, the maven, Elaine welter Ross.
6: Hi,
8: Drew! Oh, Elaine! Oh, I'm so happy to see you. How are you gonna make me cry already? It's like been three seconds and I'm already like, oh God! Because you're pregnant and emotional? I'm pregnant and it's crazy that you're the first person I'm talking to about it. I feel so grateful for the opportunity to be the first show
2: that you are revealing this, talking about it, sharing, Um, everything because I loved what you put out on Instagram and you're such a pioneer in the field of social media and you put this beautiful film out. I don't know how you have like this editing team, literally it's a beautiful film that you put out to announce your pregnancy. Will you tell me about choosing to make your announcement in such a cinematic, poetic, personal way? with a particular piece of music that was very important too.
8: Well, I mean, first of all, thank you, I haven't heard it described that way, it's so moving. I was like, I probably should like, I don't know, come up with something cool, like a a cool way to share this because it's so special, it's so intimate. Um, And so actually my friend Lena Waithe, uh, who is a TV maven, film maven, she was like, oh, I got a team. She was like, you got to use my boys. And so she hooked me up with this um, amazing video editor. And we just sent him like all of the random kind of iPhone videos that we've been capturing throughout this journey um, while it was still a secret. And they did an incredible job. Every time I, I look at it, I cry like it's the first time. Like It's just it makes me so emotional. Even Jonathan, he's a musician. He made this beautiful lullaby. And we used that for the video, because I was like, you know that's that's the perfect that is the perfect thing. We have to we have to share this with the world. So to be able to share that felt so, so special. and people have been so kind. and I just feel grateful to be here with you. I felt so safe talking to you about it. you are in thank you so much. you are in such safe
2: company. I mean, there we go. there's me pregnant um i'm 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 That's my yoga mat that I I guess I chose not to bother rolling up. Um, And there I am carrying life, dragging my yoga mat. But I just, (laughs) like, you know, I'm gonna show this to Elaine because all the great photos and bliss and, I mean, I was like job at a hut on like, steroids of just, I was like, I was like, oh, 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 oh. and then everything I did was just eat a lot and just sit there. And you know, I was lucky enough that this carcass that I've totally damaged over my life was able to give me two children. I, it's a miracle. And I got you a gift actually. No. Yes. Um, no, I'm not, you did not. Oh yes, I did. Okay. Ah! So I got you this pack and play. I by the way, I became a real gearhead. Okay, I got you the dome sound machine. This changed my life. And oh. some people are like, leave the windows open, make noise, like don't have a you know, a baby that's like can't handle light and noise. I was like turn 15 of these on. And don't tell me how to raise my baby, okay? Um, so I got that for you. And then I, I picked up the peanut. This didn't exist, but it's my favorite changing table. Oh my God. And, the, and, and your little one will just love it. It's like, it, it's just a miracle. <laughs> it's the best little changing pad and they, they get really attached to it. <laughs> and all of <laughs> the babies in you know, there. Now this is my favorite pack and play and I'll... Uh, I'll tell you why. Maybe I'm just messy. It could could be me. Oh, is that thing. It's it's all taped down and like, okay, see, this is why I love this pack and play. Oh my
8: God. Um, sorry. I didn't know they were gonna put all the straps
2: on. Okay, see. Okay, Auntie
8: Drew is killing the game already. This is crazy.
2: Uh, It's just. Maybe it's just messy in my world, Elaine. Okay, I want everyone to see this. You take a pack and play somewhere and you're a world traveler. Like, you're cool (laughs) and I bet you're going to take your little one.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: With Jonathan and Travel the World, I've tried every pack and play. This one is my absolute
8: favorite. <laughs> stop it, stop it. You're like Santa Claus for but pregnant it's, it's ladies. the only one that's like this.
2: Boom! I'm just so excited for your journey. Uh, I had to get you my three favorite items that I learned about as a parent for
8: babies. You are the sweetest human in the entire world. I love you. I, love I you am you definitely so going to cry my eyes out when I leave here. Thank you so much. My mom is definitely crying right now watching this. This is unbelievable. You are the you are the best.
2: Thank you so much, Drew. I can't wait to watch the latest season of Project Runway, my very favorite show on television. I am so thankful because I need this show in my life and I can't wait for this season.
8: Thank you so much. It's gonna be the best season yet, I have to tell you. I I can't, there's not a lot I can tease, but it's gonna be really good. Well, I'm so glad that it's back on Bravo
2: Thursdays at 9 p.m. I will be there on tap every single Thursday at nine Pm.
5: Yeah, I love you so much. I love you.
2: from the little yellow book, my personal guide, the things I really want to share with you. And today, it's a fresh seafood fest delivered straight to your door. I know, I love that. Fantastic. City Pier Seafood's easy entertaining kit. I love this. City Pier Seafood is a family owned company that does all the legwork to make sure you're getting fresh, sustainably sourced seafood wherever you are. And in this kit, you've got everything you need easily Prepped, heat, serve, dinner, party, happens. Oh, Bacon wow. wrapped shrimp, scallops, lobster crostini. Ross, do you feel like a king? Oh, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. that's a zero-point shrimp right there.
4: Usually she's force-feeding me carbs. So that's look, right. I'm eating lean. It's
2: so true. I'm your literal nightmare.
4: <laughs> I would argue with you, but she's right.
2: There's so much more on the City Pier Seafood website. An Everyone in our audience today is getting a $200 City Pier <laughs> c for choosing to spend your time here today with us. We make the show for you. So take this good energy with you and we'll see you tomorrow.